0: with great pleasure for the Power Up team to introduce you to the brilliant and visionary founders, Sal and Laura Kelly, behind the revolutionary company Maximize You. They're leading the charge in transforming the world of work and bringing about a new era of productivity, growth and fulfillment for our employees and organizations. Depression, stress and anxiety is costing employers over 1 trillion annually in lost productivity. Maximize You offers a comprehensive and highly customized tech platform to help individuals and institutions unlock their potential. They have not only developed this cutting-edge solution to address these unique challenges that we face from stress to burnout, mental and physical health, even strained personal and professional relationships, but they are expanded to mindset mastery and really tapping into the behaviors of our youth and focusing on our young adults. This incredible duo has really inspired us. Follow their journey and the way, the way they have built their organization, the why behind what they do today, the inspiration and dedication for all of us to create a better world of work, and for everyone in society to transform the way we think. The future is bright, and honestly, with Maximize You and individuals like Laura and Sal, the possibilities are endless. Laura and Sal Kelly, thank you so much for joining the Power Up with Manal podcast. I am so humbled to and honored to have you on here today. You guys have not only an incredible journey, you guys have success in many different parts of your life and career, but you've also work together as a team, not only in life, but also in entrepreneurship. And you've launched a company called Maximize You, which is really focused on all the things we talk about in this podcast. It's all about powering up and leveling up our lives, our mindsets, and our trajectory, and really also giving our youth that gift because that's something we don't usually provide in our academic, academia side of their teachings. Um, I will, if you can take a moment and introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your journey, because it's a good one. Um, And then we'll go from there.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Manal, for inviting us. It's truly our pleasure and our honor to be on the podcast with you. Uh, I'll go first and then Laura, you can go next. Uh, So just to give you a little of my background, so I'm based out of Austin, Texas, and I've lived and worked and grown up in all parts of the world. And my background has been technology and finance and on the business and sales side. And about four years ago, I got into leadership coaching and mentoring and training just by accident because of the folks that I had worked with in the past. They would call me and ask me for advice on career and growth and how do they end life. Yes. And that's how it started. And uh, about two years ago, in the heart of COVID, um, I asked Laura, who's uh, not only my wife and life partner, but now my business partner to join forces. And she has a whole background in education and training. And that's what we did. And the reason we created Maximize You is because it's all about maximizing human potential in all aspects of your life. And and, and that's a tech platform, and we're really excited to be offering this, and it's growing, and it's global, and, and it's for every man, woman, and child that wants to improve.
0: Love it.
2: Yes, and again, I'm, I'm Laura Selley, and I am Sal's wife and business partner. Um, I started my journey, like he said, in the US Navy. I specialized in environmental health and medicine, which is part of their medical field. Uh, after after serving about seven years, I didn't know what I was going to do. I, I didn't want to remain in because at that time there was no advancement. So they were recommending that we, you know, after our tour of duty, that we go ahead and start go back to civilian life, right? So um, I when I got out of the military, when I received my honorable discharge, I started a business where I was doing a food safety training in person. Um, I had done that really well in the military. I used to train large groups of people on how not to make anyone sick if they work in a restaurant or childcare or hotel, some of the regulations. Yeah, it was very interesting, environmental health. That's very interesting, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you know, you know, where to eat and where <laughs> to exactly, eat. <laughs>
2: exactly. You can tell when you walk into a place like yes or no. And, uh- Oh
1: boy.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Or a nice hotel and not such a nice hotel. You know, there's there's lots of of things that you don't pick up as a regular customer, but as an inspector. Yeah. So that's what I yeah. So I did that for a while. When I got out, I said, what am I gonna do? I I didn't have my bachelor's at that time. I was enlisted and I I thought to myself, well, I need to make some money and and I, I decided that I would get, I was able to get certified by the state of Texas to teach those uh, restaurant manager classes. And I started a business doing it in person. I'd hustled, I'd go to restaurants and tell them what I do. I worked uh, for Subway, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Pizza Hut, all of those uh, large chain restaurants to certify all their employees um, to be safe uh, food safety managers, they're called. So after that, I was recruited by a company in Austin to put my content online, and that's how I met Sal Sully. So,
0: yeah. Oh, yes! Like okay, okay. The world is
2: coming is together. It a, yes. yes, yes. So
1: it's it's destiny. It's destiny. It's destiny. I, I
2: would have oh. never met Sal. Is not a military guy at all, at all. No, no, I'm not. So she's saying you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I didn't, I didn't like the military guys either. So, so it was okay. It was just because you know, I when I got out of the military, I was, I was ready to let that start a new chapter, right? So it, it was, it was important to me that, you know, I, I, uh, when I met him, I was like, well, okay, he seems like he knows this. Uh, area really good. And uh, I was, this was new to me. I knew the environmental safety side, but not the technology side. And he introduced me to that. And then uh, during, right uh, when I was doing my business, I went back to school at uh, Texas State and I studied mass media and journalism at uh, Texas State University. And that's where I graduated from. Then I worked for that company, and that's where I met Sal. Um, we were—I was working with him, um, um, not with Sal, with this company. And then uh, we—he took another role, and when since we got married, I just kind of followed him everywhere. Um, I did tech sales for a couple of years after we were married. But it was very difficult because uh, sometimes both of us would be traveling at the same time, and we had little kid. We I had we had two young children, um, so it was really hard for us to to travel um, when we we're both when we have children at home. So I took a, uh, I took a little break from uh, technology sales, and I decided to get into education. And that's how I started with I received my certification from the state of Texas to be a special education teacher. So I did that for about 10 years. I worked in the special education field. Then um, COVID hit and you're in Texas. So you understand there's a lot going on with our educational system right now at the state. There is a lot of um, disagreements between boards and teachers, and the state and teachers, and the board and the state, it, the local politics. It's, that's for a whole different. Podcast. Yes, There's yes. Of so, so you <laughs> totally get that, and yeah. and so I, after COVID. i i I told sal you know he told me this his coaching was taking off and he was really thinking that maximize you this was the time for us to take this in a bigger way and i told him well maybe i'll take a break from teaching and um help do let's let's take this in a in a a big way and and let's let's get it out there and uh, so that's what we did I took a break this is my first year that I'm I'm not uh, in the classroom per se but I still mentor students in high school uh, not only special education uh, students but just students anyone that wants uh, some coaching or help with their careers or anything at all just someone to talk to because what I found in during this time of COVID with the students and the young people is that they just need someone to bounce ideas off of and listen to them in a way that um, is different than a parent, just another human being that is, yeah, another voice. So. I um, I'm still mentoring students and uh, and but I'm also a life coach now and and I'm really excited about working with people. I've always helped people don't. I mean, I was in the military as a medic and and um, I. I always was always consulting, right? Always consulting, even in my own business, talking to other business owners, always consulting. And if that's one thing that Sal and I have done uh, together, you know, in business is consult with other companies, with other people. And so finally you find out what what you like doing and what you're pretty good at and helping others. and And you get a lot of positive feedback. And it's like, you know what? this is what i need to do and this is what we need to do so we're really excited about maximize you we're excited about finally our passion my passion it's been a i feel like it's been a long time getting here but we're here now and we're excited to tell people about it
0: oh my god that's exciting so tell us what maximize you is okay so
1: yeah, so let me let me step what in is there. maximize you? That didn't come out right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So maximize you is a AI powered tech platform for institutions and individuals to maximize potential. Right. So, how do we do that? Uh, a couple of ways. Right. People learn differently; they grow differently, and yes. and in our opinion the best investment you can make is in yourself and in your improvement. And it has an impact on your personal life and your professional life. And, and, There are many dimensions that's why we call it maximize you.life right you can't compartmentalize oh i'm going to only focus on my personal stuff and i don't care about work or vice versa It, it pervades all aspects so it's a tech platform it's a SaaS based platform it's fully built on aws and it reduces absenteeism for companies and institutions because depression and anxiety and stress cost over a billion dollars a year in lost productivity. So it enables people in, to lead a more balanced, happier and fulfilled life, right? Yeah. And how we do that is there's coaching, there's, there's online courses, there's curated digital content, there's a community community. And the best part is we can white label it for organizations and K-12 schools. All you need is the willingness to improve and the rest we take care of.
0: Wow, that's so amazing. So I want to talk about a couple of things. First, I sort of want to talk about your journey to maximize you. And then second, I really want us to dive into and peel the onion a little bit about sort of the human psyche and why our mind um, really plays such a vital role in our lives, which we, I don't know why we miss the biggest muscle. Like the muscle that we should be exercising the most is the muscle we exercise the least, right? Um, I just I just did a podcast about how 95% of our actions, our decisions, our way of life is driven by our unconscious mind. Yet bringing our unconscious to the conscious state is 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 a challenge um, in itself. So let's go back to your journey. What I heard in your journey, which I think is so vital and probably why you got to where you're at, but I heard a lot of change and diversity. Both of you did not stay stagnant in one industry, in one role. You guys have both sort of embraced learning new things, growing into different roles. Um kind of share how that has molded both of you as individuals and as a team and what that helps you bring to your new journey. Okay. I'll go first.
2: Is it okay, yeah. Sal? So I can go first. Sure,
1: of course. Yes.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I I have to tell you, you're you're right. Um, Manal, I um I do not I'm I'm one of thirteen children, which to me is an amazing thing. Uh um I'm number 10 in my family. I have 10 brothers and two sisters, okay? All of my family, the majority of my family, more than half of my siblings are either police or firemen. They they all have decided to go that that route. And even my nephews and nieces, some of them have become police officers and fire. So that has been my family. So I, I tried it in the military, but it just, I you know, it wasn't for me. And I had to let, I had to try something different. And that's when I started consulting and started my own business when I got out of the military. So many people told me, my family, my friends, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're leaving the military. That's such a great base that's such a great um opportunity what are you gonna do what are you gonna you know and and i was like you know what everybody is the, my bosses here in the military are saying it's better um there's more opportunity on the outside you know i need to go back to school there was uh, other things other plans but it was a big transition and and uh, for me to leave and it was hard for me to find support during that time. And those are, that's a big transition, leaving a job, leaving a company, some security, and then moving on to something else. And I did it. I did it. And, you know, it, it worked out. I met Sal. And, and then we had kids. And, and things are always... Then I realized, you know what? Life is always changing. I realized after I had my kids that the Laura before kids is not the same Laura after kids. There's no way. Uh, You you change, everyone changes. And you have to be willing to accept those changes in order to evolve and move on in life. And I think that uh, a lot of people struggle with change and unfortunately you need change in life we all we all have things that are going to happen to us traumatic uh, traumatic events stress um, job losses covid pandemics i mean it it is it, homelessness there may be something that some issue that somebody is going to have that is going to have to take them out of what their regular routine is and I, I realized that I'm not going to, I can't uh, just stop what I'm doing and say, no, this is the only thing I'm going to do for the rest of my life. No, we have to be flexible. And then I even, I don't know if Sal had told you, I even, uh, during COVID, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so I, I, I struggled with that for a little bit. And I why me and what is going on with me? But you know what? Life, life, is life, and you have to do the best with what you have, and you cannot uh, keep wondering um, what if, or um, I, I, I can't deviate, no, no, I must stay on this route only, no. There, you have to be flexible, you have to pivot, you have to evolve. And that is truly what life is about. And when I work with kids, and I see them in school, when I worked with special ed kids, um, I worked with both learning disabled kids and some kids that had cognitive issues, autistic kids. Some of them are just fine. They are amazing human beings. And they're going to be just fine. It's just we have to find what is good for what they like doing to motivate them and keep them doing what they like to do. So it's been quite a life journey for me to see uh, how people uh, how I can help people, but also to kind of challenge others to get out of that comfort zone, because you know what, that is how you're going to get to that like you said oh uh, you use like a video game uh power up yeah, <laughs> yeah. how are you gonna power? Up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes exactly exactly how are you gonna power up it's not by doing the same thing a lot of times it's about making a change and being accepting of change so see i think i think that in what I
0: hear, I feel like that's the most important piece. You see, we're dealt with cards in life at different times of our life. And too often, we're so concerned with the emotional being of why you're in that space rather than playing the card. And and not playing the cards you're dealt or not accepting the outcome that you're in or the situation you're in sort of deviates us from what you sort of did, which is And it's not easy. So I want to preface that by saying it's not easy. We have bad days and good days. When you go through traumatic situations and challenges, it's okay to wear your emotions Mm -hmm. at times and and let it out if need be. Like, this isn't to say we don't do that. Mm -hmm. But what it does say is that you can't continuously do that because then you're not giving yourself a fighting chance, right? Right. Um, And Laura, like thank you for sharing. Like that's not easy what you went through. And you do, you're so positive. Like I, you're always smiling and I love your rev and you, you even, so through COVID, through cancer, you still followed your passions and started your business. I, I told Sal that this was Girl, I don't have any platform to give you an award, but I give you the Power Up of the Year
2: Award. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. It, you know, Sal has been there with me. It was a struggle. I mean, cancer is not easy, but I, I will say that I, I was, I'm one of the lucky ones that I was able to have surgery and remove as much of the cancer that, and it didn't spread. Uh, sadly, there are a lot of women that ha- where that suffer from uh, further, like cancer that has spread to other areas. But it is something now that I, for the rest of my life I'm going to have to be mind very watchful of, right? And so now I have to change, not only because of 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 COVID, but because of finding out more about my health. I'm susceptible to cancer. So some people may not ever get cancer in their life, and some people do. So what is it that attracted the cancer to me? What was I doing? Maybe I need to pivot and be less stressed lose some weight uh, be healthier be more mindful uh do other things to keep that cancer away it wasn't a focus of mine before cancer was not on the mind before because my family didn't have it i have sisters aunts no one had it in my family so this was like a big like what the heck but it happens it happens to a lot of people today, they, they, they have no, I don't have the genetics for it, but I had it. So environment, there's so many things that can lead to, to, to that. But again, it's about changing your lifestyle and making sure that you are doing as much as you can to stay in a good light, a positive light, healthy light, um and, and doing what you love I think is most important and working with people that you love too. And I, uh I... <laughs> Sal, that's you're recording you're recording this right now. I'm <laughs>
0: recording it. It's answer. it's a proof is here. That's being recording Yes.
2: So yes.
0: then so then style, like for you, you know, um what, everything that Laura is saying and, and the mission behind Maximize You, I'm going to ask a question. Why does mindset matter?
1: Yeah, it's so critical, Manal. And everything Laura said is 100% true, right? Uh, Mike Tyson had a really interesting quote, and he said, everybody has a plan till you get punched in the face, Right and i've had my punches okay in in life right because the one thing that has kept me going is mindset okay and mindset is so critical because that formulates everything you have a choice you're going to get knocked down in life that that's a given right it's not a question of if it's a question of when when that happens, you have two choices. Either you can stay lying on the mat or you can get up, you can dust your clothes and get back on the saddle of life. And that's what I have had to do multiple times. Okay. Some due to circumstances, some due to my own choices, but the the constant is the ability to start over and Continue to adapt and evolve, in spite of the people around you. Okay, because just like Laura said, right? I was, I was in India. I was very comfortable. My parents were trying to get me married to, you know, uh, some. I was the eligible bachelor, and then I got to look at
0: you. <laughs> I,
1: I was, if I can say so myself. Uh, you know, and everybody said, no, no, don't go to Canada. Well, you're all set. And I said, no, I'm going to, right? And I took that opportunity. And, and then I had to start again in Canada, right? From zero. But I did it. Why? Because there was a drive and there was a mindset that, no, I'm going to take this chance, right? God is opening the door. I'm going to walk through the door and see what's out there. And then when I moved from Canada to the U.S., I did the same thing again, right? and. And then when I met Laura, uh, we've traveled the world together. We were in in Austin, Boston, back to Bangalore, Chicago, back to Austin, all over the place. The one thing that has been constant in that, and I think this is really critical, is the attitude to embrace change. Not to be afraid of it, but to actually embrace it and move in that direction. And that's why we spend so much time at Maximize You focusing on the mindset and the attitude, right? So that's critical. And related to that, you know, as we went through this, I had my bouts with depression and anxiety and stress, major, major doubts, right? Major problems because. And I went through my share of psychologists and psychiatrists and medication and CBT and Ayurveda and homeopathy and Reiki and astrology. And I can, I mean, I can go on and on. But the point is, nobody was able to diagnose the root cause of the problem. OK, uh, I got that through laura's help and with faith and spirituality and and the community but i had a huge deep-rooted fear of failure going all the way back when i was three years old when my dad lost everything he was a successful businessman and he went from riches to rags because his business partner cheated him and because i saw that i had this huge fear of failure so anytime things didn't go my way I I got anxious.
0: Panicked. Oh my god! I panicked.
1: Yeah. Yes. Right. But and that kept so happening.
0: Yeah, but we are so conditioned. Yeah. We don't realize we're so preconditioned by the way we have our experiences, the way we brought, yes. us, we brought up, um, the challenges we face, like these things that stay in our unconscious state and maybe even create a form of unconscious bias right
1: exactly um, is exactly. what
0: hinders us it's what hinders us from sort of breaking free and why a yeah. lot of us find it hard to find maybe success or to find happiness or to find um you know a community or other things like finding that deep that is that that you hit that on the nail because yeah we yeah. try to and we try to like find it through medication mm-hmm. through yeah. whatnots not, what like so many yes. whatnots but we don't yeah. diagnose it to the root right. and you know share I love I love how you have said that and share a little bit about how maybe how do you teach others to do that
1: yeah yeah absolutely and you know the the first thing is where are you investing your heart right are you investing your heart in accumulating things that the, that rust rot and decay and in earthly things or are you accumulating your your wealth in the heaven heavenly things that are there forever right so that was a huge change in the mindset you talk about attitude and mindset i was running behind the wrong things i was running behind money and fame and fortune, and there's nothing wrong with yeah, that, title. But yeah. yeah, yeah, not that not that you want to obsess about that, right, and not that you put your family and relationships and quality uh, moments at the back burner. That's what I did, okay, and materially, yes, of course, I was very successful, I was vice president and all of that, but at what cost? the cost was very high, right? So the mindset. Uh, and that only happens when you almost lose everything and I almost did, right? But to Laura's credit, she's still stuck by me. Um, we got close, we got close where she was ready to cut the cord. Yeah, she, she almost cut the cord and co- cut the cord and left me to the vultures to, to come and devour me. But she doesn't know. I was born in India and I I'm a survivor, right? So But, but jokes aside, jokes aside. The, the importance of that mindset and really having that firm foundation, the firm foundation, which is so strong that no matter when, how strong the wind is or the rain is, it's still going to be there. I never had that for years, but now I do, right? And that firm foundation is built on faith. It's built on the right perspective and focusing on things that truly matter rather than things that are transient and will depreciate rather than appreciate.
2: I have to tell you, yes, I have to tell you, Manal, he, um, when the moments, okay, so Sal, definitely he's a a top tier uh, tech salesperson. Okay, I have to tell you, Uh, he's wanted by many uh, uh, people to be on their team. They wanna work with him. I've worked with him before. But when he was not in his right mindset, when he was not in his right mindset, he would tell me things like, I'm going to be fired today. They told me I'm going, they want my numbers. Um, They're going to fire me today. And and he'd call me in a panic, and I'd say, you know, breathe, let's calm down, let's do the, you know, try some, I would do anything to make him feel better, that no, this, you know, that this is not what you think. And then it turned out they gave him a sales award, because he was a top salesperson at this time. And so, how mindset, isn't it tricky, how you can be the best at your game, but you think you're the worst and everybody else thinks you're the best but you don't see it the mind is is so tricky in that way so trying to just flip that switch so that you can see the good in you and
1: and where you're at and how you can you are good so so that's really the key right there's so much of stress, there's so much of anxiety, there's so much of, there's weight. You can feel the weight, right? But it's your choice. Are you going to let people weigh you down? Or are you going to break free and never negotiate yourself with anybody?
0: Yeah. Right. You know, that's so important, Sal, because, so I have a question for you. This is for all those out there, <laughs> that maybe go through this. Many cultures around the world. Many cultures. Um, we are raised not to do that. We are not. We are raised to be um, giving into our families and into society and into you know our culture. We are raised to you know put ourselves really not at the forefront um, or think like that because it's considered, I mean, these are preconditioned sort of cultural barriers that we face, societal barriers, right? We're preconditioned with these things that, you know, we fear now judgment, right? Because judgment is high. We fear failure, like you said, because we either have experienced an experience, right? We've had a moment in life that's caused that, or it's just part of cultures, right? Like, you know, a lot of, um, uh, countries on the eastern hemisphere of the world, um, academia is very high, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a great thing. But what happens is there's also no acceptance, though, or no tolerance for anything below academia. So now everybody else that can't be at that top tier is considered automatically a failure, right? Not very healthy. Um, And so we face, and, and in every sort of journey and culture, there are different preconditioned um I would say barriers to entry to free our lives, right? Um we all face it in different ways. How how do we A one identify that, right? And two, a lot of us like yourself, we did not grow up in an age. We did not grow up in an age where we could, you know, um, you know, search something online. We grew up in an era where we were only as good as the people around us or an encyclopedia (laughs) that was around us or a book, you know, that might be available to us. And, you know, in certain cases like mine, I lived in a country where, you know, even the books were censored. So depending on which books were allowed in the country, right? So you really, we grew up in this bubble and we sort of lived in this sink or swim adult life because we didn't have anything else. Now, and this kind of goes to maximize you and I'm also have a very synergetic, you know, um, uh, startup that's about to launch uh, that is around this notion. But now we are in this information age. We know, we've we've seen history and history repeated itself and anxiety, depression, um, you know, the human mind, that has been a challenge as far back as you can think, right? So now that we are in this age, how does and is it why maximize that? things like maximize you exist that we can now provide to our youth the tools to help them sort of learn about these preconditioned societal norms and how to mentally go through life right because we academically we are not taught that we're not taught that in our secondary education at all right and we become really good at um, trades and skills and technicalities whatever it is whether it be Anywhere from technology to art, it's still a trade or a tech, right? But mindset is not at the forefront. People like us now are trying to bring it to the forefront. Sort of talk about that and talk about how Maximize You is playing in that space.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the focus, Manal, is on self-awareness as the first step, uh, the first rung of the ladder know thyself and if you know yourself well then you can relate better with other people because you know yourself so the first step is we have psychometric assessments right which objectively identify your proclivity towards certain things and certain states right that's the first step we have different nine different kinds of assessments and that basically shows you what your starting point is once you have your starting point then you work with a certified coach which jointly you create a pathway to get you to your desired goals and objectives not my goals not Laura's goals but your goals right and then we show them uh, through different coaching or courses or content or podcasts or videos or community how they can get there and we measure that over a period of time and we use AI and predictive analytics to give a 360 degree view of the individual instead of it being in disparate siloed systems that don't communicate now all that data and all that history and all that growth is getting captured in a centralized repository, which then we run analytics and predictive diagnostics to guide the user in terms of how they should grow. So, so yeah, so that's what we are doing with Maximize You. And the reason it is so powerful is we have taken technology and human potential and combined it with education and wrapped it all around in a simple consumption model.
0: Right, which is so great. And imagine if, now thinking back at a lot of us, imagine if we had this tool <laughs> available to us at 18 oh, or 20, yeah. or right when you get out of right. college, right? Like in your mid- exactly. Like, imagine if we had this tool in life. It's almost like a compass, right? right? Like it guides you, right? It's your GPS. And, you know, we don't unlock the mind enough nor teach our kids to unlock the mind to, to go through life through their journeys, you know? Um, And I love that. Um, I do want to move this a little into corporations, right? So you come from a very technical space. The challenge we faced from tech in the tech age is even though change is constant and technology continuously improves, the human mind is very intricate. It doesn't accept the changes as quickly as technology is moving, right? Or holistically, um, you know, we've seen so many times where large initiatives are put in corporations and, you know, there's a change, but they're confused on why it's not moving as fast as it should. And it usually has to do with some sort of human psyche or human adoption or human acceptance of this change, right? So kind of help us understand how would, you know, Maximize you sort of close that gap for not just technology, right? It's product, technology, all areas of the business. When there is change, we don't really incorporate the emotional, psych, you know, phys- psychological aspect of change into our initiatives.
1: Yes, absolutely. And you know, we have a lot of corporate clients that have recognized that human capital is their differentiator. It's not not money, it's not uh, resources, it's the people, right? The people, if you have educated, happy, productive, motivated employees, your company is going to do great. Your customers are going to be happy. Your suppliers are happy, right? So people, unfortunately, because of all the different things that have gone gone on companies have now finally they've realized that it is time to invest in the human and emotional and physical and mental well-being of their employees and we are in, yeah and we are enabling that we are enabling that right so uh, and and that is through and people are different when people are different yeah when people are different, how can you use the same yardstick for everybody? We're like, all yes. unique.
0: But but why yeah. is it so why is it so easy yet so hard? Like these are new concepts, and you hear people talk about them like you know, it's nothing because it's common sense. But we do not we do not apply it um holistically like this in companies or in life, to be honest. I mean, even parenting or having dependents or with your um, you know somebody that you love, right? Like we say these things very easily. Yet when it comes to implementation or execution, life or work or all
2: pieces, it is still very hard. So, so, so one thing that uh, I learned from my life experience, right, from my job experience, my 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 life overall life experience. What what corporations when they would. They are working with people. They want everyone to follow along to their what they want, their uh, goals and their uh, mission statements and their um, uh, uh, plans, right? And And people may agree with them, but how they reach those goals and how they reach that is going to be different for everyone. Everyone is, it's diversity, right? Uh, People learn differently. I've seen it in classrooms. I have to have, um, uh, I like universal learning where you provide all types of methods uh, that somebody may prefer, an online method. Somebody may prefer hearing someone may prefer writing someone may prefer uh typing there's just lots of options and i feel that companies were not doing that for a while and now they've seen that no we have to see how everyone works how everyone communicates how and that's like we we talked sal talked about the different psychometric testing P- we didn't have that had i known that uh, my personality type—I probably would not have joined the military. <laughs> you know, you know, I—I I had to do a lot of push-ups now because I was too. <laughs> I was smiling and laughing and what? You know, just my personality. You got to be strict and stand still and you know, yes, sir, no, ma'am. You know, whatever. And I'd be just like, really? You know, oh my gosh. So it. You know, you would not, I would not have maybe taken that turn. But uh, today, though, those tools are available. And sadly, they weren't available for us today. And for us to teach the young students like that you see at UNT or work with and us too, it's just the change in them and having a plan and having a direction is so important. Your direction might change later, but you know what, having a direction and a plan and steps to take and someone guiding you makes it a lot easier to do, to accomplish, to execute. And so that's how we're, that's what we're we're doing at, and maximize you we're, we're helping others execute and it started with Sal he would help others they would call him and tell him you know and I said you know we gotta well, what do I do this deal is going this way and he's very knowledgeable he's seen it all so he knows and he talks to them and says hey try this method try this you know, and it, it may work. If it doesn't, try something else. Uh, it, it, that's the way it goes. And and that's the way life is, too. I, I, I mean, and even in the corporate space with anxiety and depression, everyone is going to deal with that at some point. Everyone. It may not hit them, but I, I feel really sad that, you know, us growing up, he and I, uh, when we grew up, even in our families, he and I talk about it, how that was not what you're feeling sad. You're feeling unsure. You're feeling what? I mean,
0: I mean, we know we, some people's families, like, you know, our culture is like, it's, it's a uh, taboo to even talk about mental health, right? It's considered, it's considered shameful or talking about, you know, um, depression or anxieties, like almost like, you know, you have put somebody in a crazy house, like, we don't have that. Like, I, how, how many people I'm sure have heard, you know, if they've, if they've expressed, you know, forms of depression or so forth that, oh, well, we don't have that. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what, what do you mean you don't have that? There is an emotional state that somebody is going through. Yes, maybe maybe there's a better way to deal with that emotional state, right? And I think there's this sort of mis- misconception of dealing with an emotional state and accepting of an emotional state, you know? Um and I think that's that's those that's very important for us to just evolve as people, like we just the the, the individuals, the human race like we have for forever. We have, you know, philosophers in the late 1800s writing about this yet we still struggle but we still struggle with it today because we are not evolving community is you know almost going away and we forget that we are humans like for us the the community the the being together and the support systems the you know growth of mind and having compassion and empathy like good leaders have compassion period and anyone can come i am i am very very okay with people coming and arguing with me on this because i have worked with a lot of leaders who do not believe that right that you uh, as a leader like you you have the shield on no a good leader has compassion a good human being has compassion we are human beings and we there are some things that we do need to i think purposefully Bring back to our societies, bring back in our schools for our youth, and really, you know, methodically and purposely go out there and help and teach, just like you guys are doing. Because if we don't, we are as a whole, as a unit, as a human race, we're kind of shooting ourselves in the
1: foot. Yes. You know, I'd like to just mention one thing, and it's a good analogy. I like to garden, right? And we have a backyard, and uh, I've grown a lot of different things there, vegetables and fruits. And when you start gardening, you have to first prepare the soil. You can't just put seeds in soil that is bad, right? So you have to first lay the foundation, and then you have to put the seeds. But then you have to fer- you have to fertilize it. You have to give it water. You have to give it sunlight. And then you have to see it grow. And then you have to remove the weeds that come and you have to give it space to flourish. It's the same thing with our minds, right? What are you absorbing? What are you putting into your mind is going to determine what comes out of it, right? So it's a good analogy. And the people you hang out with, right? The five people you hang out with, you're going to become like them. So, if they are positive and they're uh, they're they're well rounded and they are emotionally healthy, you will be emotionally healthy. If they are always thinking about negative stuff and they're always thinking about the worst that can happen, guess what? You're going to also think like that. So, choose wisely where you're investing your time. That is so important.
0: Yeah, that is very important. This conversation has been amazing. Sal and Laura, beyond being entrepreneurs and having amazing journeys and careers, you you take action and you mean what you're putting out there. That is something that cannot you cannot fake it. Like that is something that is embodied in the way you do work, in the way you make, build relationships, in the way you partner with people. Um, And I think that is something that we need to look at more when we choose which companies to partner with, right? Because that level of, you know, depth and compassion comes from believing in it. You must
2: find everyone, you must find your tribe, right? You got to find your tribe. Everybody and I—I I tell Sal when we when we partner with people and we work with people and when we started uh, coaching, uh, when we started the, the the coaching was our first part, and we we believe in coaching. We believe everyone needs a coach, just not in athletics. We get this mindset that the coach is going to be the one. You need more push-ups. You need to run an extra mile. He's back on the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No push-ups. For no, I have no. This, okay? no push-ups. Yeah, yeah. But you, you, you need a coach. The, uh, the, um, the whole mindset of, of, of. I, I forgot where I was going with the, but the coaching was how we started, and and having to realize the first step is realizing that yeah, I need a coach i'm not doing well right now i i need i'm not doing well in sales i'm not doing it well in my uh my biases i'm not doing well in 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 this area i need to improve in there everyone needs an improvement everyone in something no one is perfect and if you can polish yourself up you're going to be strong and you're going to attract people that are the same tribe as you they're gonna and you're all rowing in the same boat that's what i was saying it's we're all rowing in the same boat and we're all going in the same direction we're going to get there faster but if everybody is doing different things and not focused on the same goal together about being a good human being. I in general, I think we're we're headed for disaster, right? C- kindness matters, being compassionate, considerate, uh, helpful. Those are all things we've we've lost when we were running for the top, right? We're kicking and, and knocking people down to get up on the top. No, it should we should be all holding each other up and 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 um supporting one another better and i think that when you're doing that the good times row and it, it, everybody is going in the right direction and your life as matthew mcconaughey says you start seeing those green lights you know and and
1: people see it <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right that's right and you know when i you talk about mindset and a lot of the we, we have a lot of programs that maximize you that focus on the mindset and the perspective do you have and do you operate from a scarcity mindset where it's win or lose or do you have an abundance mindset where you share and you all grow together are you operating from a contracted perspective or do you have an expanded viewpoint so it really makes a difference as to where you are and you can move you can move to the right place but you've got to know what else is out there and you need that compass if you don't know where you're going any road will take you there
0: right no that's 100 percent. so laura thank you so much for being on the podcast today uh, this has thank you this. thank, thank you, you so much it's been amazing um i will link um your pages and how to reach you um down below um in the show notes it is so critical whether you're a corporation whether you're um you know a school a university or individual to you it, it, I love that your platform reaches many different mm-hmm. um paths and many different individuals with different needs but at the core we all sort of are needing the same thing so I I love that and um, look forward to you making impacts to people's lives and to companies out there.
1: Thank you so much, Manal, for this opportunity. And we'd love to continue to talk to you and collaborate and explore how we can all grow together. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning in. On each episode, we will continue to bring on successful, dynamic individuals to dig deep and share stories that will inspire you to power up your life. This show is packed with unrivaled storytelling and no reservation advice. Tune in now by searching Power Up with Manal wherever podcasts are found. Please show us just a little bit of love by leaving a review and hitting that subscribe button. This helps our small production get reach and voices heard globally. Let's power up together, baby.